Wow, what a show. It's like taking a theology class mixed with like the best sci-fi show you've ever seen. And it's accessible. It's not so it's not too smart for its own good. Think more Alan Moore more, uh, more Alan Moore, less Neil Gaiman. Although I did think Good Omens was pretty accessible, but some like American Gods though, I don't know what was going on over there. But I can, I can piece together this, and I'm excited to discuss it with you. Oh, it's so good! All right, so hello, and welcome to my spoiler review for Raised by Wolves. And what a season finale! Although I have to say, about three quarters into the season finale, I was like, oh my god, did you ruin the show? What's the snake, baby? I was as disappointed as mother when that thing popped out or slithered out. Oh, it's bad. We'll talk about it. Uh, and also, I have to say, that reminded me a lot of the shadow baby scene from Game of Thrones. Even, like, that didn't take place in a cave on Game of Thrones, but it was cave-like. Very similar scenes. And then it looked like mother and father were going to die. I was like, if they kill these two characters, I'm not watching this show anymore. But thank goodness they're okay. I'm rooting for those two crazy androids. Uh, in the end of the season finale, oh, that thing rebounded like crazy. It was amazing. More humans arrive. And some of them are atheists, right? Also, was that their ship in the sky? Or was it another ark arriving? The whole season, they were like, there are other arcs. And here's one of them, it seems. And all the good characters are still alive. So, yeah, I'm back on board, baby. Although that necromancer snake is going to be a real problem. I don't know how they're going to get over that, quite frankly. But that's what, that's good. We're excited for season two. There are some big questions. All right, so speaking of Game of Thrones, as I said when I reviewed the first two episodes of Raised by Wolves in my non-spoiler review, this should be the new Game of Thrones. There are a lot of contenders. I can see, you know, I've said Watchmen is also a contender, although right now HBO has no plans, um, HBO proper has no plans to renew that show. I don't know. Damon Lindelof is in the middle of contract negotiations, so we'll see. But I think this has, you know, Watchmen is more comic booky, obviously, whereas this has, you know, I think the more, the better world, you know, there's good world building on Watchmen. I guess it's just, you know, maybe it just seems like an, like, it, it, to me, it just seems more similar visually and thematically with Game of Thrones. Um, now, I, I, although dragons are cooler than that giant snake. I don't like that. I don't like snakes. All right. <laughs> so anyway. And its mouth. Its mouth was so disgusting. I was like, yes, kill it, kill it. I was very sad they weren't able to kill it. Um, all right, so anyway, uh, maybe this, maybe Raised by Wolves one day will be the new Game of Thrones. It was already renewed for season two, so that's it's got that going for it. But right now, it's unfortunately on a streaming platform that seriously lags behind the competition. But at least it's the most popular show on HBO Max, so there's some justice in the world. HBO Max, though, actually has a lot of good programming, particularly now that they're getting the best DC Universe shows. So I don't know. Maybe it's the price that's the problem that's keeping people away. I hope Warner Brothers can crack this nut because there's good stuff on this freaking channel, you know, on HBO Max. So in this spoiler review, I'm going to talk about my favorite characters. Can you guess who my favorite character is? Uh, and then uh, you'll find out, you know, you have some time to think about it and enter your guess down below. Uh, don't cheat and see what someone else might write down. So just quickly type it in and see if we have the same one. And then also I want to discuss the film's surprisingly deep religious iconography. For instance, let me just tell you my thesis statement. I think that this is the devil's garden of Eden. Well, in fact, you know, you'll see, I, I think the this is the devil's version of the Bible. Oh, it's so good. 
and he has an Adam and Eve and all this stuff to populate a new world where the devil is God. I know, I can't wait to share my theories with you. But first, before we get to those goodies, let's talk about some other tasty treats because this spoiler review is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you're eating de-evolved humans during this pandemic? Unable to go to restaurants and at a loss for ideas at what to make at home? You can only eat so many chicken nuggets, it turns out. You wouldn't think that's the case, but it's true. Well, America's number one meal kit allows you to make restaurant quality meals at home for less money than you typically would spend at the grocery store. I mean, look at these meals. They really do look delicious. You get to decide if you want to focus on meat and veggies, all veggie, family friendly, or calorie smart. You get all the ingredients you need to make these meals at home with simple instructions, including pictures. I love it when they have pictures and instructions to guide you each step of the way. I'm excited for my meal kits to arrive. I can't wait to add a little variety to my menu. Remember when I tweeted this picture of a meal I was making at the beginning of the pandemic and some of you called it a cry for help? (laughs) Well, I'm getting that help and you can too. You can spice up your menu because I've got a HelloFresh deal for you. Go to HelloFresh.com BTT80 and use code BTT80 when checking out to get a total of $80 off of your first month, including free shipping on your first box. Additional restrictions do apply, so please visit HelloFresh.com for more details. Again, you go to HelloFresh.com BTT80 and enter code BTT80 for $80 off your first month and free shipping on your first box. You get to pick how many people it's for. It's really cool. All right. So yeah, again, I can't wait to get mine. I need some better food to eat All right, so while I watch all these screeners. All right. So anyway, I got to say with the, with the de-evolved humans, I thought they were humans. Who sees an animal with a face like that? I was like, what is this? The Pablo Picasso planet? And, and doesn't think to themselves, wait a minute. I wouldn't, I don't know. I mean, they had to survive, but it looked like a person. Very artistic person. And sure enough, we do discover in the season finale that there are hum- there were humans on the planet before them, and they're de-evolving. Which leads me, that was really the, that was the nail in the coffin, all right? That made me feel like this is the devil's garden of Eden, or really the devil's version of Earth. Or as I said at the beginning of this review, the devil's Bible. Here's why. Because, or devil's religion. Because it's also, this is fascinating stuff. I love this show. So anyway, it's revealed in the season, uh, towards the end of the show that nobody knows who designed the necromancers. The religious side just discovered the plans and built them. And they were like, this is pretty neat. So we've got our Adam and Eve, whose creator worked in a garden, and then he cast them out. Oh, I love it. I told you, you can follow this. Uh, And that was like Noah's Ark. So they go to this other planet where Eve becomes tempted, right? Which turns her into Mary, and father turns into Joseph. Although good for him for not being happy about it. Uh, And she gives birth to a snake who, of course, is the shape that the devil takes on in the Bible in the Garden of Eden. And with the humans on the planet de-evolving, that to me further underscores that everything on this planet is backwards or upside down, where God is the devil. It's not the topsy-turvy fun of uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. This is a problem. This is a real problem. I'd be nervous when they're going to start de-evolving. I'd be like, "Mm, I don't know. Does that arc still work? Maybe we should find a different planet. Beam me up, Scotty or whoever's up there. Now, I guess the androids don't have to worry about it. But I don't know. They really messed up Mother. Uh, That was sad. 
I like Mother a lot. Is she my favorite character? Stay tuned. All right, so this show is really a fascinating exploration of religion versus science. I mean, again, it's, it's accessible, but not so dumbed down that you're like, it's religion for babies. It's good. It's very good. Uh, I feel it's very fair to both sides, both their positives and negatives. And the story not only discusses both, th both things in terms of real world situations, like in society, uh, how they can help and hurt society, but also personal experiences, how the individual grapples with both, and overall intellectual theorizations. It's really cool. It's also just such a rich show. It's creating not just a new world within the show, but also mythology for the show. Tremendous, sophisticated world building. And thank you, HBO Max, for writing such a big check for the budget. Oh, it's amazing. It really is like a long movie. And this show, you don't have to, I don't think you can binge this, binge this show. Um, because it's just every episode is so dense. I think that the release strategy for this show is excellent with two to three episodes a week. You just got a little movie every week and it was just fantastic. Also, I just can't get enough androids. I've always loved Ridley Scott's androids and mother and father are no exception. Also, I love that delightful medic droid that gave its android life to help mother recover. He was a wonderful conversationalist. His bedside manner, A+. I was also impressed with the show's ability to zig when you expected it to zag. Tempest isn't Mary, it's Mother. Although maybe Tempest's baby will be the planet's Jesus. Like you think that she was impregnated like the way that the devil would do it with that crazy guy. Although the devil apparently told him to do it. That was also really interesting how that, I thought for sure they were gonna take his, uh, his helmet off, but they didn't. Although they did crush his head. I'm glad that worked. That was great. Uh, and then also, it's not Campion or Paul who's the orphan who will save everyone, but Marcus Caleb, or at least Marcus Caleb, you know, Marcus slash Caleb, believes that to be true. And I, I mean, I, it could be. I think he's got, you know, I think that's a viable theory. But maybe it still is Campion or Paul, because I think clearly Marcus Caleb is evil. So we've got some competitions here. Although I was very disappointed that Paul joined the competition. Uh, well, that he seemed to be becoming evil. I was like, not you, Paul, you're adorable. And we still, it's like, I was like, don't go, the, don't turn into Damien of this planet. Uh, although maybe here that would be good because again, it's the devil's world. And we still don't, what's, don't know what's going on with those pits and why things come back for them, only evil. Although the mouse just seemed to know where some artwork was. It hasn't bitten anybody yet. Uh, and also what's up with those snake skeletons? You know, what happened, you know, we have a new snake obviously, but what was going around here before? That should have been a good giveaway for the devil too with giant snake skeletons. Now as for the characters, I love all of them. You know, I think they're an amazing cast, but I do have a favorite. And my favorite is Father. Oh, I love Father. Abu Bakar Salim is the kite man of Raised by Wolves. We just all love him. He's so wonderful. We want to protect him and see him happy. He's just an awesome guy. And he keeps threatening to die. First, mother killed him. Then he was reprogrammed. Then he was thinking of leaving. I was like, please don't leave. <laughs> and then he almost sacrificed himself. I think we all agree with Campion and now Hunter. I thought Hunter coming to love father uh, was just such a wonderful part of the story. But we're like, don't leave us father. Don't ever leave us. I love his jokes. Then next, mother. Uh, I love mother too. It was close between mother and father, but father has the edge. I love him. With Mother, I hope they find a way to get her new eyes because, of course, they stuffed some down Travis Fimmel's throat and he's, his veins are looking a little little poppy. You know, they kind of, you know, turn Mother into a little bit of a human almost. Uh, you know, her ability to give birth and, uh, you know, needing blood 
that was really cool. That was really disgusting and interesting. But I wonder, you know, I think about it, you know, just now it occurred to me if maybe Travis Fimmel could take on necromancer qualities by swallowing that eye. I don't know. I'm another, another question for season two. But if Mother never turns into an android again because she's lost her eyes, I'm going to be pretty freaking darn upset. That's interesting that she needs the eyes to do it because, you know, the eyes are supposed to be the window to the soul. I'd be like, what a design flaw that if you take your eyes out, you can't upgrade, you know, you can't, you know, uh, you know, you can't access, you know, most of your weapons. But it's, you know, not, oh, see, you just keep thinking about this and cool stuff occurs to you. It's very well thought out. I'm very impressed with the with uh, uh, Aaron Guzikowski and his writing team. They've really done a nice job here. The series Bible, that's what they call a show, like the, the th mythology that you're supposed to refer back to. It's called a series Bible. Uh, they should print it someday. I'd really like to see it. All right. So anyway. Amanda Collin, I think, deserves a ton of nominations, acting nominations, during the next awards cycle for playing an android who's put through an emotional ringer that most humans wouldn't be able to survive. Her disappointment at having a snake baby and then her shame? Oh, I felt that. That was just, I thought that was, she was so proud of it and thought she'd been chosen. And then the realization of what it was and what she'd been chosen for and by who, perhaps. And then when father saw her and she didn't want anyone to see what she'd given birth to, I mean, that was like, that was incredible stuff. And Amanda Collin did that. I mean, she, she's fantastic. She's as good as Michael Fassbender as, as David. I mean, it's really fantastic work. Now, we have another couple, of course, Travis Fimmel and uh, Niam Algar, who are human, but, you know, with the, the, um, the plastic surgery to take on different identities. And at first, I found their story fascinating. But I think both their characters, especially Fimmel, might have reached the end of their ropes. I mean, I think they've served their purposes in the story. At first, I couldn't believe that Paul shot her, but then now I'm like, does eh, she really have anywhere else to go? She seems okay, though. She seems I mean, like she's gonna survive. Clearly, show creator Aaron Guzikowski has a plan for Fimmel, and it is interesting to see an atheist morph into a religious fanatic, but I don't know how much more of Fimmel's lunatic ravings I can take. Same with little Paul. I'm like, you know, this is an interesting character development, but maybe it could happen off screen? for most of it, because <laughs> I don't want to listen to this. All right, so anyway, I also continue to be impressed with streaming shows' ability to find great child actors. Uh, from Netflix's The Haunting series, I mean, Bly Manor has two amazing child actors in it, and the entire cast of child actors here are all excellent. I'm very interested to see what happens next, and I can't. I hope it doesn't take too long for season two to get here, because I needs to know. Oh, so great! I love everyone, and I can't wait to see what the next chapters are for them. So, what do you think of Raised by Wolves season one? Who are uh, who are your favorite characters? What are your theories? What do you think of the world building? I can't wait to uh, you know hear your thoughts about this again down below, because there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot to unpack. Share those thoughts down below, subscribe today, and of course, as always, you can check out some more videos right now.